general and popular notion is that by discharging further work in terms of the direction of the scriptures, one becomes perfectly able to acquire transcendental knowledge for spiritual realization. Bhakti Yoga is considered by some to be another form of karma. But actually Bhakti Yoga is above both karma and jnana. Bhakti Yoga is independent of jnana or karma. On the other hand, jnana and karma are dependent on Bhakti Yoga. This Kriya Yoga or Karma Yoga is recommended by Sri Narad to Vyas. It's specifically recommended because the principle is to suffer, is to satisfy the Lord. Because the principle is to satisfy the Lord. The Lord does not want His sons, the living beings, to suffer the threefold miseries of life. He desires that all of them come to Him and live with Him. But going back to Godhead means that one must purify himself from material infections. When work is performed, therefore, to satisfy the Lord, the performer becomes gradually purified from the material affection. This purification means attainment of spiritual knowledge. Therefore, knowledge is dependent on karma or work done on behalf of the Lord. Other knowledge being devoid of bhakti yoga or satisfaction of the Lord cannot lead one back to the kingdom of God, which means that it cannot even offer salvation. As already explained in connection with the stanza, Naiskaryam apya the conclusion is that a devotee engaged in the unalloyed service of the Lord, specifically in hearing and chanting His transcendental glories, becomes simultaneously spiritually enlightened by the Divine Grace as confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita. Thus ends the translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada of the Srimad Bhagavatam, 1st Canto, 5th Chapter, 20, uh, 35th Text. So now everyone has a good uh, definition about Bhakti Yoga. You'll be able to tell me, right? What work is done? What kind of work is Bhakti Yoga? Who can tell me? Hearing and chanting. What the verse said today? Very general. Hearing and chanting is definitely one of those words. Done in the service of the Lord. Activities done in the service of the Lord. The verse here says, Bhagavad Paritoshanam. Similar to what we said, the point is, work done here in this life for the satisfaction of the mission of the Lord 
is called Bhakti Yoga. Whatever is done for the satisfaction of the Lord, spreading the consciousness, worshipping the Lord, serving the devotees, which work is done for the satisfying the mission of the Lord, namely spreading the consciousness. But all the angas of that, this Bhakti Yoga. And Bhakti Yoga means transcendental loving service. For loving service, what exchange we want from the Lord? Now it's a, some kind of summer festival in this country. All the shopping malls offer you lottery. If you buy some minimum amount, you can get a free ticket for a, some car or some other gifts. So people are being encouraged, spend your money and win some bonus. What is it that we expect? Anything we, in loving service to the Lord, anything that we expect? Happiness. More loving service. Eternal service. A more loving service. Very good answer. Huh? Eternal service. Same thing. We don't make a business deal with the Lord. Karma Khanda, you do a particular Kriya, you know, you, to get some specific, specific benefit. But the pure loving servant, love means that there's no conditions. I will serve you if you give me this. Another verse in the Bhagavatam explains that by serving the Lord without any conditions, we get satisfied. Yayatma suprasidati suprasida. We become very happy naturally. Because this is our natural condition. So it's a change of our consciousness. Usually in this world we don't need work. First we want to know what is our salary, what is our benefits, how much leave will we get, how much allowance for our family. When we accept an employment, we also accept some kind of contract. What will be the benefits for our work? But when you are serving Krishna, we don't need a contract. 
we know that Krishna is Pati Pavan, he is more merciful. He'll give us more than and much more valuable things than whatever we can imagine in a country. If we put some things down, probably we'll cheat, we'll ourselves suffer. But generally people are coming to the Lord in a kind of business proposition. There's a famous story in Tirupati, they say people go, as one man went there with his lottery ticket. First prize was, in those days, must be a long time ago, one lakh of rupees. Now it's crores and things, I don't know so much, but it seems to be more higher amounts nowadays. He said, if I win, I give you 50%. So he made a deal with Balaji. He got second place, 50,000. So then he went to Balaji and said, thank you, you already took your half. <laughs> but his wife was a little more conscious of whatever you want, you want it by the Lord's mercy, you should get half. No, but I wanted one lakh, I got fifty thousand. Doesn't seem right to me, the wife said. But husband was stubborn. Because he got his fifty thousand, he thought that, okay. Then he got sick. He went to many doctors. No matter what doctor he went, nothing uh, cured him. <coughs> the wife kept saying, give the twenty-five thousand to Balaji. Finally, they took him to the Hundi by uh, Palanquin. Not Palanquin, a stretcher. Then he put in the donation. Then he got healthy. So yeah, a lot of time we making deal like this. I'll worship you, you give me the lottery. Anubhar laktai, saab maasa anubhar matai. Pralat, he was offered by nourishing a day. You worship me very nice, so I want to give you a blessing. What blessing do you want? Prahlad said, that, Why do you tempt me? I'm born in a Asuric family. By nature, we're very materialistic. So naturally, my mind will think of so many things I could enjoy. But I am not uh, serving you because I have some business deal that I should serve you and in exchange for serving you I will get some blessings, some, I will get some material benefit. I just want to serve you eternally, that's all that I want. 
By serving the Lord we know that uh, was also sung by Kunti Devi. By serving you the Bhava Sagar is crossed, the ocean of birth and death is crossed over. But some say that by serving you they feel transcendental bliss. They don't want any other happiness than to know that the Lord is pleased with them. This is awakening a real love. Parents don't serve their children. Signing contract. When you're 35 years old, you have to pay me so much pension and you have to do that. They may have hopes. They may have expectation. But that's no such contract you can sign with a little baby. Hopefully the parents are serving their children because they love them. They want to see that once Prabhupada said, why do you serve your child? That's my duty. Prabhupada said, no, because you love your child. Why do you give Krishna consciousness to your child? Because you know it's the best for your child, therefore you want to give the best to your child. So that your child will also be freed from this repetition of birth and death. So your child will get pure devotion for the Lord. This Bhakti Yoga is actually something very esoteric. Krishna says, don't explain Bhakti Yoga to the envious people. So since you're all coming here on this auspicious evening, this Subha Syamko, they're thinking that all of you are non-India's nice people. But the secret of Bhakti Yoga I'm sharing with you because this is the secret how to win over the Lord. It's actually the highest happiness is when the Lord is pleased, we are pleased. We are the part of Krishna. Just like when Dravasa Muni came to the Pandavas. Draupadi had no more food left in her pot. Her Akshay Patra was empty. So she went to Krishna, how can I feed uh, Dravasa Muni and his 10,000 uh, disciples? They'll curse us and we'll be finished. And Krishna said, bring me anything from the pot. So she found one vegetable was some sabji was there on the side of the pot. She brought a little piece to Krishna. When he ate it, he said, Oh, I'm so satisfied. And he became full. When Krishna became full, because he's the origin of everyone, all the rishis and disciples of Dravasamuni, they all became full. As if they had eaten a full meal up to the neck. 
Sometimes it's a big feast and you have akanta bhojan up to the neck. Have you ever had such a feast? Where you ate so there was no more room? He's saying they're doing everything. <laughs> Very good. Krishna Prasadam. So they all felt like that, oh we're full. So then they, they said, we, we cannot go to eat uh, from Draupadi because we're already full. When you eat up to here, to the neck, and someone offers you more sambar, more rice, you accept it or you say, no, no, enough. You turn the plate, and you have the banana leaf. I don't know what you do with your paper plate. So, we were told that when serving prasadam, if somebody tells you no, you should still give. They say no, very enthusiastically, no, still give. If they say no and they put their hand, so still give. If they say, well, for me I leave the remnant, so that's my thing. I have different rules. Guru has to leave some remnant. But others have to eat all the <laughs> Only if someone is like a tiger. <laughs> no, no! <laughs> then I'll get you. That's how we were told, there's a system. But sometimes the foreign devotee, they don't know that they know what. They say, no, no, I have enough. But they're putting anyway. <laughs> they don't know, they don't have, they have no more room. You don't know that you have to shout and fight and turn your plate over and make the whole drama, then okay, then we're satisfied. You really had enough. They think you're just being humble. Uh, okay. Not only <laughs> Because everyone knows they're supposed to eat whatever is on their plate. But in the Western country they don't know all these rules. Sometimes they're throwing. So Bhakti Yoga is a totally different world, a different culture. So this knowledge about Krishna is revealed to the devotees. You become a devotee, you said, I want to first know about Krishna, then I'll become a devotee. When you become a devotee, then Krishna will reveal information about Himself. But, but the Mahamamijanati, only the devotees can know about Krishna.
there's two different things. One thing is doing uh, good karmas. For getting good karmas, you can get uh, heavenly planets, you can get good uh, material results. You don't actually get transcendental knowledge. By doing devotional service, you get material benefits, you can get spiritual benefits, you can get spiritual knowledge, everything. So long as you're just doing the please of Lord. If you have some desire, even if you're doing unconditionally, Krishna may satisfy those desires if he so pleases. That's why it's dangerous to have uh, desires. Like Dhruva Maharaj, he worshipped the Lord, but he had some desire to be a great king, bigger king than his father. Because the father was not letting him sit on his lap. So Dhruva thought, I'll see Bhagawan. Bhagawan will give me a bigger kingdom than my father. I'll show my father. How dare he not let me sit on his lap? I am the prince. I am his son. Why he will not let me sit on the lap of my father? I will show him. I will become a bigger king. Is it pure bhakti? No, it's not pure bhakti. So Dhruva came with some, but then somehow when he saw the Lord, he got changed. His initial desire was to come for some other purpose. But when he saw the Lord, he got so much purified. And by doing the bhakti yoga practice, then he changed his mind. No, I simply, I wanted a broken glass. Instead, I got the diamond. How rare a person to be able to see the Lord face to face. Then also he could see the Lord face to face after five months. Five, six months of meditation. But he was very determined. He followed his guru very carefully. It also shows everyone needs a bona fide guru who will give us the proper mantras, who will guide us Before making make a major decision, we should try to get the blessing of Guru. We should know for sure that we are following instructions of the Guru. That way we are sure that what we are doing is going to lead us in the right direction. So then Krishna, anyway, he told Dhruva that I'm going to give you what you wanted, I'll give you a bigger kingdom, I'll give you all these things. So, but now I'm afraid of these things, I don't want to lose my devotional 
service to you. I wanted these things in the beginning because I was foolish. But now I realize the most important thing is to serve your Lord's feet. To be a direct servant of the Lord is the highest blessing. Normally this was not available to us. Only very great souls they could get. By devotional service they get purified. The Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has made it available to everyone. The reading in the past few days of Lord Chaitanya, most of his followers were Brahmanas, Sanyasis, but with Nityananda Prabhu, he, his uh, preaching reached to the common people. He had people from all walks of life, even Jagai Malay. Papita pita tochilo hari nama udarilo. Papita pita tochilo hari nama udarilo. Kasatina gai madai re. Kasatina gai madai re. Chanting of the Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Hare, Mahamantra delivered all of the sinful people. The proof is that even Jagai Manai were delivered. They're the evidence. They were the super fallen people. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Nityananda Prabhu, Nityananda brought it to everyone. So Lord Chaitanya told Nityananda to go back, so you can do even what I can do. But Lord Chaitanya never restricted it to the higher caste, but just somehow that's how it happened. But Nityananda particularly reached out to everyone. He got the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and then he gave that to everyone. Especially he did it through the Namahata. Namahata program reached out to everyone. We want our devotees here also in Balaram Desh to take responsibility for Namahata groups. Bhaktivikshya groups are a type of Namhata group. So that every devotee should be in some kind of a small group so that they'll be taken care of.
that they'll get some personal guidance and support. This is very important. Also, when we have different kinds of committees, for giving support to the congregation of devotees. In Chopati they have committee for marriage placement, marriage counseling, in case there's some trouble in the marriage, employment, in case some member of the congregation has a trouble to find a job. Then they have other things like festival committee and other types of committees. Many social care committee. Children's education, of course, was as a committee that will also be there. Helping the Guru to take care of his uh, disciples. Just like Krishna like to see everybody free from the threefold suffering. I like to see all the people who want to get married to find that Krishna conscious match. Everybody who is married, that their marriage should survive and be very healthy and Krishna conscious. Idealist husband and wife, they should work together as a team, not only materially but also spiritually. people like this word caring. We care. Sometimes you go and you find in some airline or some office, we care. Here the Buddha's phone motto is something like, uh, we hear you. We hear you. Like we're going to, we care about what you say, we hear you, that's the I was in uh, Dubai airport, and then the sign on the airport said, the airport that cares. I don't know how airport can care for you, but that's what the, some planes and the model. The airport that cares. So I was thinking, you know, even the airport they care nowadays. People, because in this world people, they don't feel that anybody cares. You don't get respect, you don't get care. So that's become a big concern. In spiritual life, where all the devotees are very dear to the Lord, but the Lord doesn't want the devotees to suffer. But we're suffering because of our ignorance. So we need that care. 
So the new devotees get properly trained, so the old devotees uh, get encouragement to keep up with their practices. The kind of infrastructure is uh, important for proper mood. There should be a loving appreciation between the devotees. Some devotees are doing Radha Seva in the kitchen. They're working very hard. We may be out here sitting under the fan. They're standing next to the oven. So we should appreciate how nice they're doing such nice seva. Everyone will appreciate at the end of the program. <laughs> so like that, just like they're caring for us, they know everyone should get some prasada. Like that different ways as a family, we can do something, try to do something. It's a more civilized way. Even I heard that uh, in this one village where we have a Namhata, it's called Harinagar in uh, Bangladesh. It's just by the side of the Sundarbon jungle. So th- I went there a few times. They have crocodiles, crocodiles, tigers, Barracuda, sharks. You have to walk, when you go walking back to the house at night, you have to make sure there's no crocodiles across the road. Such place. Jungle, there's a river, and other side of the river is jungle. So sometimes the jungle animals are coming, you're right on the border. So, so one day the tiger entered into the buffalo pen and attacked one buffalo. But all the buffaloes worked together and attacked the tiger. And a miracle happened. The buffaloes killed the tiger. <laughs> because they all work together to save their friend. I don't know how many buffaloes died, but tiger died. So the villagers were surprised because they never heard of tigers, they're very ferocious. I don't know, for me it was some kind of a lesson that that, uh, even under very heavy danger, we had to work together. We had to try to save the others. Miracles can happen if we work together. We do it as a devotional service. We 
because we believe that the Lord is a person, so we want to please the Lord, please the Lord. This time when we went on the safari, Ganga safari, previously we had gone to Ganga Sagar, we had gone on the river to different places, but we never gone to Gangotri. We went that direction to Rishikesh Hardwar. We were told that it was too early. Gomal Gangotri is uh, closed. So we could go only to Deva Prayag. So technically that's where the Ganga name begins. Before that, Bhagirati, Alakananda, other names. From there comes Ganga. So in one sense, that's the beginning of Ganga. Completed our Ganga safari. So we went there, we took our bath at the uh, Deva Prayag. On the way, we had seen many Ganga pujas in Varanasi, in uh, Prayag, in Hardwar, and Rishikesh. Past five years, lots of Ganga Pujas going on. So, when we were at the Ganga Puja at Haridwar, Hariki Pori, there's a ghat, and about thousands, ten, maybe twenty, thirty thousand people are there for this uh, evening uh, puja. They're all offering a heart. There's about 18 pujaris offering arti and hundreds of people with small deepas. It lasts only 5-10 minutes. Actually the puja in uh, Varanasi is more synchronized and more elaborate. But anyway, every place had its own home. There there are so many people, just at the Sandhya, they did the puja. It was also very nice. So while we were waiting for the puja to happen, we were introduced to one of the santas from Haridwar, Haridwar place of sadhus. He was Shamasundar Baba. Not our Shamsam, but some other. And uh, he was secretary of the Sant Samaj of all India, Sadhus. He was very happy, he praised the devotees, he loved the Hari Nam Kirtan. He gave me a, a book from his uh, guru, which was translated into English. And the book, uh, I just opened it. And it said, some people say you should not worship the Sakar Roop. That you should only worship Nirakar Roop. But I'm saying no. Sakar Roop is best. Everyone should beginning worship Sakar Roop. Prahlad, Dhruva, so many great devotees are there. They got purified by worshiping the form of the Lord. Seems to be saying nice things. 
Usually we're thinking that maybe the sadhus are mayavadis, many of them they'll give some impersonal idea. I was reading, so this is very good. You see, once you get purified and get the blessings of Bhagavan, then you can move up to his Nirakar form. So don't no, no, spoil everything. We know that impersonal form is coming from the personal. The jyoti comes from the lotus feet of the Lord. The personified Puranas are saying. But the impersonalist, even he is praising bhakti. Praising, but then finally he says, you go to the Nirakar. They don't realize that this is not the truth. So I said how Bhagavan, Chaitanya, Sri Krishna, Chaitanya, Sri Krishna, he is the Purna Bhagavan. Ishwara Paramakrishna Satchirananda Nikaharani Govinda Sarvakarana Karanam. So they published in the Hardware News in Hindi. Jaipataka Swami, Sri Krishna, Purna Bhagavan. Hi. So, so this is the problem. If you go and read other people's books, they will introduce so many other ideas. Even at the beginning it may sound like they are praising bhakti. But they will put some other twists. That's why it's safe only to read the books in the Vaishnava tradition. Read Prabhupada's books would be safe. We are advised that with the the instructions touched by the lips of non-devotees, avaishrava mukhagir nam putam harikatam nitam sravanam naiva kvartapyam sarvashistam tapaya It's like hearing, it's like milk touched by the lips of a serpent. If we read or hear such instruction which is ultimately against pure bhakti, that can spoil our devotion, poison us. So this verse today, that we should do work in this life to satisfy the mission of the Lord. And that is called Bhakti Yoga and by doing that we please the Lord and He gets, He gives us His blessings. He gets Transcendental knowledge. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Krishna